Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. Are you guys going to record a little review of it at all? Um, maybe. Now, I know um, you guys are, you talked about Ladybug, right? Yeah, we did a Ladybug one. Cool. That'll come out in, for just this July. Oh, cool. Yeah. That'll be interesting. I'll be interested Well, because it's, it's like, it's like, ah, uh, superheroes, so. Yeah. They're superheroes, so we'll put them in with the superhero. What muscle. are their powers? What well, are powers uh, Ladybug, she has her cool little earrings, and she can summon forth some sort of device uh-huh which is unique to the situation okay and that will help her defeat the villain uh and then she because basically like she every, can like summon been, a technological device well it's like it's just whatever of... it could be like an oven mitt it could be a gun it could, well it's, it wouldn't be a gun because it's a children's show but it could be like a mirror one time she summoned like a a popsicle uh-huh. And so, like, she opened it up, and inside it was, like, foil. So she was able to use the foil. I don't know. It was so stupid. Yeah, it's... it's weird. And then but, what's Black Catty Cat's uh, He can – he's kind of like her shield pretty much, but he oh, okay. has these claws. He uh, does this thing called cataclysm because he's a cat. Um, <laughs> and, like, his claw, like, gets super powered. So whatever he touches it, like, erodes. Oh. But it's, like, a one-time use. So he's like – But, yeah, all well, the like people – Like, one-time prolonged rest? Yes, one time per long rest. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <It's laughs> Shout perfect. out to every nerd out there who got that. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to have you... Actually, you know what? I'm going to give you an inspiration die for that. That was really good, Gavin. Nice. Um, uh, I'll make it a plus... I'll make it a D12. D12, Sweet. just for you. All right. Um, but yeah, so basically all the villains are just regular people that have been akumatized. Um, mm-hmm. So they have like this little butterfly inside of them that makes them evil so then what'll happen is once she breaks uh, you know something that is representative uh, representative of the evil mm-hmm. like if someone you know had wears sunglasses and it gets in the sunglasses they become evil that way so if she breaks the sunglasses the little butterfly flies away oh. and she can then uh use her yo-yo that she has because you course. know like you do yeah like all french children have yo-yos yeah um, she can, you know, kind of like capture the butterfly and uh, purify it. Oh, yeah. Is, is this where "Bye Bye Little Butterfly" comes yep. from? Gotcha. So yeah, whenever she does, she's like "Bye Bye Little Butterfly." And he's like, "Got it." Okay. So she purifies them and then sets them free. Yep. To flutter away. To flutter away. Nice. I don't, I don't know whatever happens to them. I don't know if they like go back to Hawkmoth because that would be that would suck. <laughs> Goes back like, to the bad guy Later, and they're sucker. just like. <laughs> That's he only awesome. ha- he only has like five butterflies. Right. They just keep recycling. Right. <laughs> They're like humming pigeons. They always come back home. Cool, man. You want to kick it off? Uh, I guess we can. Welcome to the animation station. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That was awful. <laughs> Went a little Aaron Neville on that. Uh, who? Oh, gosh. Keep going. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 46. Yeah. I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. And we're here to talk to you about animation. 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 Tarcoons and stuff. Tarcoons. That sounds weird. That sounds stupid. <laughs> All right, Gavin, you got anything this week? Um, yeah, the new Coco trailer came out. Did you watch that? Yeah. Still not interested? No. Like, not even a little bit? Yeah. Is it because there's not yet a little girl for him to fall in love with? No, I'm sure he's going to fall in love with a skeleton. Um, okay. A little dead girl. Maybe. You think so? Yeah. I don't think there's going to be romance in this at all. Probably not. But who knows? It's a trailer. Yeah. So, like, nothing nothing of it. Is it because it's skeletons and it's... No, it's just because it's, it doesn't, I don't care for it. You don't like Halloween-y stuff? No. It's just like one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, I mean... It, right. can, it can come out. I don't know. It looks weird. If it had a Japanese title, would you be more interested? Probably not, actually. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I, I'm not a fan of the style. Really, uh, that's the main thing. I'm not a fan of the, that art style. If that right. looks like the majority of, you know, like indie college student films that are coming out right now, this short little films that are like five minutes long it looks like oh. all of those and i've seen so many well, probably of those because all of those are trying to emulate pixar exactly and i've seen so many of those and i'm just like i don't i don't care the style it's done like, give me something different give me give me something well, 2d yeah exactly i was gonna say that i think at heart you really have a passion for 2d and that's really what you want you yeah. don't you're not really like you'd prefer if all these companies just went back to doing 2D. I would love that. In many ways, I would too. I I have grown to love CG. The animation. art looks better, and it seems like it. Well, it's, it it's ages. It totally ages better kind of over art. time too. Uh, I totally agree with that because what looks great now in CG in 10 years won't. You know, there's very few examples where you go back and you're like, oh yeah, this still holds up. You know, even. And I don't remember what your opinion of the movie is, but even Avatar, the film that James Cameron did, um, I go back and look at that, and it blew me away visually when it came and out. And now you're But now like... I can see some cracks in it. I'm like, oh, okay, this wasn't really up to what we can do now. So, you know, that's true of Pixar and DreamWorks and all these other CG and Disney that are, you know, now they're they're doing great stuff, but you're right. In 2D you don't have that same effect. You have dated looks as far as artistic styles or color palettes sometimes. You know, like the color palette in Pinocchio is not something they would ever use today. It's not bright and punchy enough. Um, but other than that, it could have been drawn today. So it's like some of our friends at that other podcast would say, it's a dark movie. The colors are so dark. Everything's all dark. Oh, about Pinocchio? Yeah. Which is weird because Coco, it, like it's all night scenes. Like it's all. I wonder all what they're going to say about that. <laughs> Who Can't knows? Can't film in the dark. Who knows? But uh, and also the final Cars three trailer came out this week. We just watched one, so, so I could get an Avatar item on the Xbox that was did. worthless. And it, what's weird to me is what that was. It was basically a, a race car driver in the Lightning McQueen like getup with the helmet and everything. So it's like. That would be the driver inside Lightning McQueen. Like, maybe what is maybe that, his people brain? maybe people are all like stuck inside the cars. They can never leave. <laughs> they can never leave. Yeah, that's so, it's such a weird idea. Like wh- who's who's driving? What what's driving? Is it the car or is it a weird person trapped inside? Uh, and you saw that uh, 
Gravity Falls storyboard that uh, Alex Hirsch put <laughs> yes, out I did. with Dippy Dipper and Dippy Fresh. Dippy Fresh, yeah. It's like your hat's on backwards, your head's on backwards. Snap! It's like Jesus. Yeah, that was dark. That would have been amazing if that was in the show. I wonder how. Well, many they other... melted. They melted people in that show. Remember when he melts the paper clones? Yeah, but that's their paper first of all, and that is paper jam more dipper, like though. a fantasy violence kind of thing yeah. where when you're grabbing somebody's head and twisting it to break their neck that's more hardcore violence and sure. you don't want kids trying that at home i do <laughs> yeah so that was that was interesting i wonder how many more are on the cutting room floor oh there's probably tons. for that show i'm sure probably tons i wonder how much he had to like like present and be like, okay, what are you gonna let me keep in? What are you gonna? Well, let it was, make a, it was a. Cut? I mean, it's a. He did everything by storyboard, right? So with that, you have all kinds of stuff that just never gets used mm-hmm. because you don't have time to fit it in the episode, or it right. doesn't make sense with the general theme of the season. Right. So I mean, there's a lot of that stuff. I'm sure that was just like, well, he probably had this whole big extra arc, maybe, and he's just like, well, can't use it. it won't fit because yeah. I've only got two seasons. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because it's so stupid. Disney sucks. Ah, they don't suck. They just don't give us what we want from Disney television. Speaking of giving us maybe what we do or don't want. I'm on the don't side. On this? I think so. If for, the, say. for the Cowboy Bebop live yeah. action TV series. Yeah, don't make this. Oh, well, too bad. They already are. I know. But it's going to be uh, Tomorrow Studios. And it's uh, pinned by Chris Yost from mm-hmm. Thor. Okay. And uh, Sunrise is actually also like producing it, creating it. I don't know. And they're the original animators from the 90s. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. 90s. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully we'll get a little something. There are pieces that I would be excited for if they have a cool kick and soundtrack like that, like the original show did. I'll be excited Makes for that. It just keep the jazz in. Yeah, I mean, make it awesome. I mean, I like new music. I don't want them to just reuse the oh, old yeah. music. I want new, but keep it with that same kind of feel. I would like that because it's got the best music. It just really does. But, again, I'm not interested in live-action remakes of animated things, well, especially see, here... things that are so classic and perfect. Well, here's the thing. They, they haven't said if it's going to be a remake or anything yet, which I really hope they don't. Okay. I hope they actually just go and like, all right, this is what we're going to do for this series, at right. least for the first season. Mm-hmm. We're going to show young Spike and – well, not not it doesn't have to be young. We're going to show Spike and Jet back when uh, Spike was part of the gang and mm-hmm. Jet was a cop. Right. That's what I would like to see, like everything that evolves for Spike to leave. Right. And everything that happens, you know, when he wants to get Julia and, you know, get out of there. And then what happens with Jet, how he left the Force. Mm -hmm. Because we don't really have anything like that. And I don't know what Faye was doing the whole time. We're going to have, what, Ed as a genius toddler? Uh, I mean, Ed would have been, she's probably 12, 13, I would say. So she was probably like 10 when all this was going down. Oh, so not a long time before. Oh, yeah, no, it wouldn't be super long. Okay. Ayn would be a puppy. I mean, that, that could be interesting. See, that, see I, and they, I think it would be cool. Like, just add little stuff in there that you know you're not going to get yet, but you're going to get down the road. Yeah. Like, say, maybe, because Jet's a cop, maybe he's going down, chasing a perp, 
who was animal trafficking, and we see a little a litter of corgi pups. <laughs> just a just a little thing like that, where you're just like, nice. That's a nice touch. Good use of lingo with perp. I like yeah, that. Right? Yeah, you know that's what they say in the cop I mean, yeah, kind, it, kind it, of like a Gotham esque type thing where they're kind of they they haven't built into their full characters yet that we've seen, mm-hmm. and they're in the process of doing that. Okay, that's what I would like to see. I could. Be I, I don't. I don't want to see them do all the episodes again, but live action. Right. I don't want to see that. Even if they went back and did a prequel, though, wouldn't you prefer it be an animated series? Yes, I would. Yeah. But apparently I'm not going to get that. No. So this is the next best thing. Any casting news out of it yet? Nothing. That's the challenge, right? Yeah. That's the that's the challenge we've always talked about. You can't cast Cowboy Bebop. No. It's, it's just not a good cast. I mean... Unless you change the characters. Like, they have to be almost different characters for it to work. Yeah. Because nobody can be Spike. Nobody I don't see can be anybody Spike. that can be Spike. No. It's... Like, do you have anybody that's even close? Um, I mean, I was thinking I would have liked maybe like a, uh, Zachary Levi. Oh yeah. You said that Zachary, I think would be pretty good. Maybe, uh, oh, what's the guy's name from the office? John Krasinski. Maybe. Oh, the office America version. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know any of those people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, something like that, maybe. Just... I mean, when you said that, I was like, Ricky like, Gervais someone, not be someone in the show. Someone who's kind of funny, I, I'm sure Ricky Gervais would be in that show. He wouldn't be a main character, but he would definitely be in that show. Yeah. If they offered him money. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, they offered me money to do something. Yeah, sure, you got yeah, it. I'll, I'll, I'll do, it. do it. I'll do it. So, uh, as are you still on Spike? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, um, for, I don't know, for Jet, I would, I would love Idris Elba. That could be cool. Or uh, the guy, I cannot think of his name. I mean, I, I, I know his name. I can't pronounce it. Oh. Um, like the Chitwal Age of Four guy. I can't. I don't know his name. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's fine. Is it? Is uh, it... Do you remember The Martian? The Martian. Oh, yeah. Uh, remember the dude that's in charge of the Space Command? Uh-huh. Him. Oh, Okay. Okay. I think he's also isn't he also in Serenity? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think he is. I think he's I think he's the dude that's hunting Nathan Fillion in oh, Serenity. Speaking of Serenity, you said Alan Tudyk could be Iron. Yeah, Alan Tudyk is Iron <laughs> because apparently he can play a chicken, and they paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. to make him go woof a couple times. Pay him another hundreds of thousands of dollars. Cause that's all his voice is reduced to now. Oh. It's freaking deep Bradley Baker. He was awesome in Zootopia. Yeah, he was a character who spoke words. Mm-hmm. Well, That's like mean, South Park. It's like, we've got George Clooney as the dog who goes, woof. It's stupid. That's <laughs> uh, hilarious. So, um, what about Jet? Yeah, I said Jet. Oh, you did? Yeah. Who'd you say? Like Idris Elba or... Oh, that's right. Edge, edge of Four. And who you got Ch- for Faye? Edge of Four. I don't know, dude. Faye's a tough one. Like, yeah. I don't know I don't know who you do with Faye. I, I, I don't know what you do with her. Like I like my casting is like a time travel casting. Like I would go back and get like, um, like Carrie Ann Moss. Well, I'm pre- or... yeah, can't do that. We're talking about the. I thing know. That comes I know. Out. I don't know anybody like today that can do any of these things. Yeah, maybe I like I think Jet is probably the easiest to cast. Like you could even go with like a Vin Diesel Ugh, or bro, do not go with Vin or, Diesel or um, oh, who's that guy I'm thinking of? He was in um, The Rock. No, not The Rock. 
he's he's one of these like gruff action hero characters. Um, he was in the Iron Man movie where he had the whips. What's that actor's name? Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Somebody like that. Like just some gruff, like grizzly character actor. I could, you know, Danny Trejo could play it. You know, because oh. <laughs> you know, he's just he is kind of a gruff, grizzly character. So I think of those types of actors. Um, I but I love your idea of Idris Elba. I think that could be. Cool. It won't ever happen. I think it would be amazing, but it won't yeah. ever happen. Yeah, that could be awesome. But again, I I agree though with your kind of thought that it's probably best to get unknown people to do this. Yeah, you know that's your best. Go bet. out there and get some people who you know a person who knows martial arts, who's slender of build, who can play Spike and you know go from there like that's got to be their main focus you gotta you gotta nail spike and then after that yeah everybody else kind of everybody else can fall into place if you can find spike you're good what do you guys think let us know in the comments what what's your fan cast for your top the top five i would say well well no ein's in there so Uh, corgi so your top four your main four human characters right right yeah that could be cool man i'm interested to see what they do nonetheless yeah now we also watched the season two episode one premiere of rooster teeth's camp camp yep now we had watched ones before i've i've seen them all yeah but you've seen a few of them yes i've seen i think three total the first now. three i yeah. think that we watched oh did we watch the first three i think or it was the first, the first two? i think it was the first three okay yeah so i've seen the first segment of season one and now i've seen the premiere of season two and I definitely see some development. Like yes. they've gotten better at I mean the animation is around the same, but it seems like they've really kind of They've added some extra settled things. into their style yeah. and they're 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 good with it. Um I think the like the musical element in this episode that was, was really fantastic. good. I was surprised by that. I you know the the intro is very musical, but I don't remember them singing any lengthy songs like that in those first three episodes. Um no, I mean uh I think Miles who plays David, I think he sings the Camp Camp song a couple times. Uh-huh. Um and Gwen sings it at the end of season 1. But that's about it. They yeah. don't really nothing nothing else. But this this was a surprise and I loved it. Yeah, it was I, good. We we were talking uh, after we watched it that they did that thing that you know you said in musicals that we both do not like yeah. when they have two characters singing at each singing other different lyrics at the same I time. I hate that. Yeah, because like I wanted to hear more of uh, Daniel who. Yeah, I, I told you when the credits went by, it's Evan Gregory. I right. totally thought it said Ewan McGregor. And I was like, what? Ewan McGregor? Holy crap, guys. Wow. But uh, yeah, I wanted to hear more of him. Mm-hmm. But when there's – because Miles is so loud yeah. that when they're singing together, it, he they were just – they weren't mixing well. I mean, it, right. it's it's fine as a you know this is what we're gonna do, but yeah. I mean I couldn't differentiate either you know what either one was really saying. Right. It was too hard. Yeah, I agree. Other than that, though, that song was really good. It kind of had a devil went down to Georgia feel to it. The the sunny positive actual camp counselor versus the cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. It was awesome. I I mean I thought that story was really really well handled and it. I laughed a couple times. Which yeah, I, hey, yeah I heard you laugh a couple times. I was like, yes. yeah, it was, it was when I can good. get Gavin to laugh at something that I watch, it's, it's like, pretty good. Yes. Again, the 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 thing that really 
keeps me from watching shows like that more is just it, there's not enough visually to keep me interested. It's really, I mean, it's kind of South Park level animation, which I haven't watched South Park since the 90s. It's more Happy Tree Friends. I don't know what is that. I don't don't know worry about it. Is. Okay, I won't worry about that then. Um, but no, I mean, I can see that it's an entertaining show. It's it's got good writing and and the acting is really good. I, I do like the the little kid with the green eyes and the that's always like Max. I don't remember the one with the hoodie. Uh, I don't know. Fro hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. He's funny. Yeah. He's like, who the f is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, he's you're the awesome best. Kid. Yeah. That's that's uh, Michael Jones. He's yeah. He's fantastic. I, I think the voice acting for him is really good. The voice acting in the show in general is really good. Like yeah. with Eris uh, and Nathan there, like Nathaniel, mm-hmm. all those kids, like they do a really good job. Like and like Neil and Nikki and everybody, like that's uh, uh, Yuri Lofenthal. Mm-hmm. Probably said the name incorrectly, <laughs> but <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the voice casting is is phenomenal on that show yeah it seems really good and like all the little jokes that they throw in there like had the box of uh cold war leftovers and it was a box of hand grenades Mm -hmm. uh the end when daniel i guess meets his end when he's singing everything yeah (laughs) that part was fantastic it was really well done uh kind of like the uh oh it was that i think it's a I think it's a Chinese drama, maybe Chinese or Japanese drama, where it's like this band of uh, travelers and this guy pops out and he's like, I'm the master of poison. It's like, you'll never be able to get past me. And he like, he's like, I have like, if you get cut with this blade, you or like this poison, it'll kill you almost immediately. And he's like moving his arms around, being all Mm -hmm. threatening and like takes the thing he's like licks it across like his tongue and he's like yeah and he's like wait and it just passes <laughs> just falls over it's fantastic nice it's great yeah it was definitely like that it, it was a clever ending they packed a lot of story into 13 minutes yeah i was surprised they usually do they they do really good especially uh rainy days that's the one probably one of my favorite episodes <laughs> it's so bad nice oh man little dolphy so this is only their second season. Second season. Are they, I mean, is this going to go on and on? Like, are they greenlit to keep I going? I would assume. I mean, I've not heard anything. I mean, I'm sure there are unpopular reviews out there, mm-hmm. but not anything that I've read. And so how does Rooster Teeth release these? Do they do it like Netflix and the whole season's out? No, nope, they do their stuff. Um, what you get is uh, if you go subscribe to their Rooster Teeth uh, first, like mm-hmm. become a sponsor, you get everything a week before the general public. So what they'll do is they'll release their episodes on Friday, mm-hmm. and then the next Friday, that's when they'll put them on YouTube. Oh, okay. So you get them a week early. But then you already get that next one. Yep, we get episode two. don't get until a week mm-hmm. later. Okay. So it is more like a traditional TV release Exactly, schedule. yeah. You get once okay. a week. Cool. Which sometimes is good and sometimes is bad. But what they do to, uh, like, whenever they do have a break, they usually do, like, a live stream or something that's kind of like, hey, guys, you know, sit with the directors, ask questions, Mm. stuff like that, which is really cool. Now, do they try and be topical like South Park? Is that why they do it this way? So they can kind of keep current things involved in the the jokes and the writing? I mean, I'm I'm sure the writing's already been one of those things where you got to write everything in mm-hmm. advance. Okay. Um, I don't know. Is there a lot of cult stuff going on right now? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm uh, the, o- the only thing music. that I, the only thing that was kind of, uh, you know, topical was the ending song. Mm-hmm. 
where uh like he says like he's like rapping about something about trump's toupee uh, um right. and he says like drinking the kool-aid at jonestown oh, or something yeah. like that and you're like what yeah, yeah. nice yeah she's like the quartermaster's like mm, yeah. better jonestown yeah I was that like, was Whoa, <laughs> okay that's crazy so uh gavin yes sir out of jiminy crickets what would you give this episode one season two um i'll give it a three three I'm going to give it a four mm-hmm. only because I wanted more of uh, Daniel's song. I wanted more of that yeah. that outro song. If that would have been a little bit longer and I would have been able to hear both sides of everything mm-hmm. clearly, would have been a five. Nice. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. That musical number like floored me and I was just like, this is perfect. That's this awesome. is great. Yeah. So go watch uh, Camp Camp on YouTube. You can or, or better yet, go on more. Rooster Teeth and uh, become oh, a yeah. first member. Subscribe. Super cheap. You get yeah. a lot of perks. It's great. Cool. All right. So ready to talk about our yeah our topic of the day. Top, topic. Yeah. I almost went to the top five. <laughs> um, so this week we watched for Junie Tunes. Go. We went with. Cats Don't Dance. We did. From 1997's Flop of Flops. Warner Brothers. Was it Warner Brothers Animation at the time? What was it's it at the time? because at, when it started, it was Warner. I've got it written down here. It was Warner Brothers Family Entertainment. And then at the when they were in post-production, they merged with Turner Feature Animation so this movie is actually the only feature animated film that Turner Feature Animation ever did. Uh, and then they became Warner Brothers Animation. So when it by the time it was released, they were Warner Brothers Animation. Nice. So do you have any uh, other background on this? Well, part thing? of the part of the fallout from the fact that they were going through that merger at the time is that they basically never marketed this movie. So it like I said, it was a big time flop. the The budget for it was thirty two million. They barely made one tenth of that. They made three point six million in the box office. And this is during the what many would consider the golden era of um, feature animated films in America. You know, coming off of all the Disney Renaissance films, that late nineties when know, everything, all was... of the other movie companies were making feature animated films and having success, and then Warner Brothers comes in with this and makes three point six million. It's terrible. <laughs> they had some competition that year. I mean, the same year, um, You had uh, where? Oh, there they are. Anastasia came out that year. Hercules came out that year, and Princess Mononoke <clears throat> came out that year. So, some big movies were out there in the world, and then this, and then this, this was this there. Little one came out, and and it didn't do so well. Um, you know, there. But I mean, all star cast: Scott yeah, Bakula, Scott Bakula, John um, Reeves Davies was in it. Yeah, yeah. You had um, Natalie, Natalie Cole, Cole was in the, it. She's the singing voice of Sawyer, right? I think she's the speaking voice too, but I don't know. I know uh, she's the singing. I think voice. Jasmine Guy is the speaking voice. Oh, okay. But dude, I, I just, was uh, surprised that Scott Bakula could even sing. Right? He did a really good job. Uh, I was just looking at the INDB. Do you know who else was in this movie? Who? Uh, 
I can't ever remember. I, I I've never heard his name fully pronounced. Even after all of the Rene Star Trek. Rene Abergenois. Yeah, I did see that he's in it. I saw that. I was like, I just looking like, Don really? Knotts, Don, Knotts Don Knotts was, was in, in it. it. Um, Cary Grant was in it. Uh, George Kennedy's in it. It's got a lot of people. Uh, you know, was not do you know it. who they brought in as the uh, choreography consultant for all the dancing? Mm-mm. Gene Kelly. Really? That's why the movie's dedicated to him. Did you see that? In the yeah, I saw that. I, I didn't understand it. He died um, like six months before it came out, something like that. Oh. So he was brought in. It was one of the very last projects he ever worked on. He helped the helped do the choreography for all the dancing. So that was pretty neat. That's yeah. That's kind of sad though. It is sad, but he had a long, full life. Yeah, filled with movies and riches and. Riches beyond imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So let's just get into <laughs> just, it. I mean, just rip the bandaid off now. It, it's okay. Here's here's the the good part. It's super short, seventy six seven... minutes long. So yeah, you came over to watch it, and I was like, oh wow, it, it's, it's it's only been like an hour. Do you yeah. want to go ahead and record? <laughs> so it's really short. Now it, it's it's kind of a throwback movie. They're really trying to channel that era in the 30s of the old mgm musicals where it's we're a bunch of can-do kids let's get together and put on a show kind of a thing i like that he literally left went to hollywood Mm -hmm. walked into the talent agency sat down for three seconds (laughs) got booked got a book (laughs) yeah it's like well really must have been great back in the 30s yeah he's just this kind of aw shucks kid from indiana who's you know got this candy from kokomo indiana which is really close to gary indiana (laughs) which is also like right up the road from pawnee indiana Mm -hmm. yeah all the indiana places except indianapolis they're all way far from Indianapolis. oh yeah that that place no one likes that place Uh, cars yeah so he shows up and and he shows up in this you know, era of golden Hollywood in the thirties and, you know, him and other animal actors are, they're kind of second class citizens in that world. So Mm -hmm. this is where Warner is actually trying to make some correlation about, um, African-American actors Mm -hmm. or really any, uh, minority Minority actors actors, during that era. They were all relegated to serious typecast roles you know, like they were all maids and butlers and, and, yeah. and nannies and things like that. And they did not get a chance to truly act and show, you know, their talents. And it's a really sad thing. I don't know that a feature animated film in the late 90s is the vehicle to really address that. So it's good that they didn't actually use human characters. They yeah. kind of went animals so that they could maintain some lightness. But that's really what they're talking about in this movie is is how, you know, it took a long time for minds to be changed. And, you know, it took a lot of people fighting for a long time to show off their talent to kind of pull something like that off. Anyway, this movie is much more about the the music and the, you know, the people that just wanted to act and sing and dance and or animals that wanted to do and, that. And, and here's the thing. The movie honestly is not that bad the story is good Mm -hmm. and the uh the vocal numbers are also really good like all the musical numbers are great the problem is and we talked about it when we watched it the problem is them trying to use that like 90s 
Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain type, slapstick, boom, humor everywhere. Right. And it takes away from the movie. Otherwise, this would have been a fine movie. For me, it even felt like classic Looney Tunes. It's very slapstick, and the pacing is just It's all over the place. And it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like the first 15 minutes, I was like, oh gosh, if this is going to be the pacing of the whole movie, this is this is too much. You know, it just goes boom, 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 boom for the first 15 minutes, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I, I can't keep up with this. But there, it does kind of even out. I feel like they kind of hit their stride with this movie about in the middle, and then you know, the rest of it through the climax and resolution kind of works. I, I think that. Uh, you're right. The story was decent. You know, yeah, I, I mean, just it's, it's, like it's a fine of, story. If this would have been they a, through it all. if this would have been like, I, I want to say around the same time they did uh, Wacko's Wish uh, as Animaniacs thing. Oh, okay. Uh, if they would have done like, it was kind of like a direct to video type. They uh, they aired it on, you know, on TV and then they, you know, did a video right. release. I think if they would have done that with this movie, mm-hmm. probably would have done better instead yeah. of putting it out in the theaters. Right. I agree. Because, again, it's, a, it's an hour long. Yeah. That's not a lot. Yeah. And, yeah, like what we said with the pacing and everything in this movie, it's like boom, 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 and then it's over. Right. We're like, oh, geez. Yeah. Wow. Because, like, w- when they go from they get kicked out of uh, – what is it? It's not MGM. What is it? What is uh, it called? Mammoth Studios. Mammoth Studios. When they get kicked out of Mammoth – to the end of the movie is probably 10 minutes that's about it maybe 10 minutes yeah because he literally goes from there gets on the bus gets on the bus gets gets off off the the bus bus, and then we're at the last yeah the last bit and you're like oh geez yeah it's so quick it's uh yeah everything happens really quick so i wish they would have taken more time to develop some things but whatever they didn't um it's kind of a bullet point plot but i feel like Within that framework, they did a pretty good job. What do you think about the style of this movie? Because it's a really stylized, kind of exaggerated, classic, cartoony kind of look to everything. It didn't age. I mean, it didn't age. It's one of those things that, like, you watch it now, you're like, oh, this could have been made, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. It doesn't... It it ages really well because, I mean, they don't throw needless CG garbage in there. Right. And uh, the scene where they're on the arc... And it's going through all of Hollywood. That was a really good scene. See, I actually had big problems. Really, with that scene. I thought I thought yeah. the water looked good. I thought everything. Well, the looked fact good. that the water was just like, like it was going around a building, and like it was maintaining just a, like a path, and it yeah. wasn't like spreading out like water would do. Oh, sorry, it's a cartoon, I, Gavin. I, I know, I know, but I just I didn't like how that played out. It also never would have worked either. Oh yeah, none of that. <laughs> There's would have not you can't enough. Fill up a soundstage with water, and it not just. Yeah, there's no out. leaks anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get that. But I just didn't care for that scene very much. But you mentioned the CG. There was quite a num- big number of CG elements in the film. And they did a really good yeah. job of, of melding those things. Like that, that balloon that they have that little fight sequence mm-hmm. or chase sequence on. It looks really, really good. It looks fantastic because it looks like it was just drawn. Mm-hmm. And so there were a number of things in there that they really pulled off well. I do, I I am entertained by the huge proportions or proportional differences of, of the character, like the little the little girl star and her butler come bodyguard, Darla Dimple, who was just like this behemoth figure, 
and he just kept getting bigger and bigger too. It seems like it, yeah. And you know, he just walks through walls, and you know, I like classic like, Looney Tunes. It leaves a silhouette of him, you know. Well, I like like when he left that wall too. Like he like gets right up to. He's like, yeah, he, like disappears. <laughs> and you're like, what? How? <laughs> yeah. So, and the the colors in this were really punchy and uh, loony, so to speak. You know, so there there was a lot that I did enjoy. Um, like you said, the I feel like the music was really good on this too. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out to Randy Newman who wrote a lot of the music. Shout out to Michael Bolton who uh, who does the theme who song. D- who does the beginning and yeah. the end. Like yeah. he opens and he closes. Now the performance and arrangement of some of the songs I didn't think was super great. Um, there was kind of a underwhelmingness to some of the vocals. Like you think of all those great Disney musicals of that era and they all have such punch. I mean, this is the same time that Hercules came out and you and I both adore that yeah. soundtrack. It's got so much punch and energy to it. This is what it's like. Do you, do you think they made this punch. without knowing? I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Do you think this was in develop, uh, development longer than Hercules? Um, it was actually, this, so they probably had everything written and then they were like, Oh, this was something crap. the director had started developing like six years earlier and then got like, he, he has a, a pretty crazy career. He's like bounced back and forth between Disney and other companies, either animating, directing, or, um, like he did a bunch of things. Um, he either wrote, directed, or animated on 26 different feature films with several different companies. So he had a huge career. And one of the things was he started developing this film and then bounced back to Disney to do work on, I think it was Mulan, maybe? Hmm. Or Hercules? One of those, that era of films. And then back to Warner to do this one. So I'm sure he was aware of it, yeah. Okay. Because he was kind of in everybody's animation he had his fingers and all those pies yeah so to speak but uh i don't know it it just something about the performances seems a shade underwhelming to me so i wish that they had gotten more dynamic singers i mean i think natalie cole has a pretty voice but she doesn't have a lot of power yeah you know she's not right it also like it also didn't fit the character either yeah, I kind it's of agree weird. with that. I kind of agree. I mean, Scott Bakula, I guess. A little bit. He does kind of have... But see, even his voice, he's he's got one of those voices that just seems... Even like he, when like he's, he's really excited. Like he's kind of doing a young guy. Yeah. Like That's what he's doing the whole time. A little breathy and a little... A, there's a mellow edge to it, you know, that... Yeah. You know, I, so all of his pizzazz, in a way, just kind of it's right under the mark that you're kind of expecting it to. So, but anyway, I, I mean, I think it's a weird mixed bag. It's like, there are things that are, that are fun and entertaining. And there are things that are mm, kind of, it's like you wish they would have done more with, you know? Yeah. And like, they're doing stuff from the thirties and I'm sure all, a lot of kids in 1997 are looking at these Cary Grant references and mm-hmm. everything. And we're like, Oh, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that they um, might have understood is remember at the end they did all the spoof posters yeah. of all the famous. Those were good. That was the, the best animals. part of the movie. No, the best the part best... of the movie was the very, 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 very end. Oh, what was it? What was it? Let did me... you take the picture of I it? I took a picture of it. Okay. So after all the credits roll, we did watch the whole credits roll through, um, partly to hear Michael Bolton, but also just to see if there was anything at the end. We didn't know if there would be. And at the very end of the film, 
right before the Warner logo comes up and the credits end. Like when it shows that Motion Picture Association of America, yes. the little globe with the number and everything it at the top. It has a disclaimer. You want to read the disclaimer? The disclaimer is, no animals were harmed during the making of this film, although some were erased and had to be redrawn. <laughs> That's genius. Perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> we saw that and we died laughing. That was our favorite moment of the whole film. I just I love clever stuff like that that they throw in. You know, in the hopes that somebody will just see it mm-hmm. and laugh. I love stuff like that. That was really well. Good. That's like in uh, I think it's I think it's Clerks. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a recipe for like Grandma's chocolate chip cookies that they like put in, in the, the credits. credits. It's just <laughs> so stupid. It's great. That's great. I love stuff like that. All right, you wanna? We done? We done with this? Yeah, I mean, I've got really, really I, nothing else. To yeah, talk about. there's not a lot of depth to it. So I, I, I mean, I ahead. say you know, go ahead, rent it. It's on Amazon for two ninety nine. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's totally not... worth watching once. I don't know that I would seek it out. Oh okay. no, I would never buy it. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's one of those. You oh, know, like... there's one more thing that I forgot to mention. What? This the original concept for this film was it was going to be a Michael Jackson film where he was going to be live action with animated characters. Don't make that face. That would have been amazing. No. Oh, I wish that would have no. happened so bad. No. But apparently he didn't like the idea, so he bailed on it. And yeah, that's when I it became animated. understand why he... Whatever, like, man. Ugh. It could have been like Why Paul, would you want Paul to Abdul. do... Yeah, you could be like, you know, <laughs> an MC Scat Cat. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get Paul Abdul and <laughs> no, MC Scat Cat. it would have better because everything Michael Jackson touched turned to gold. Don't make the joke you want to make right there. I wasn't going to make any jokes. Let's rate it. (laughs) I can give it two different pines. Two, okay. Um, I think I'm right about there with you. Let me think for two seconds. Yeah, two Jiminy Crickets. Two Jiminy's. Yeah. What do you know? I I think they could have done some things better and maybe got It's no secret life of pets. Oh, yikes. Yeah, because that both got a one. Yeah. (laughs) terrible can't believe you gave psychic school wars a one you suck <sighs> no that movie sucked no it was fine there was no it, it was, was fine it was fine you're just yeah awful. but i'm not about fine i'm about great then why do you like cars and pinocchio because they're great no they're not they are nope yep no all right let's do the top let's five just, let's end this <laughs> let's end this all right top five and now for another top five. Oh, hey, we're welcome back. We're ready to do a top five. <laughs> Josh threw it to me and I wasn't ready. So this week, since we talked about Warner uh, for our feature film, we decided to go with some Warner classics and rank our top five Looney Tunes characters. And we're casting a broad, broad uh, net for this, so you may include your Tiny Toons. I didn't include the Tiny Toons. You didn't? Nope. I'm surprised. I mean, I would have if I knew that I could do that. We already talked about that. Of course you can do that. I forgot. Oh, well, that's on you then. That we talked about that. Yep. Do you want to start over and do it? Uh, No. Um, <laughs> Josh is super invested. Yep. Go ahead and give us your number five, Josh. Uh, my number five. Um, I originally had the dog and the cat from Looney Tunes. You know that big dog with that little baby black and white cat who like gets on his back and like oh, needs yeah. and like r- r- them. <laughs> but who do you actually have? N- them. Oh, 
So you originally had, and you still do have, yeah, that cat and dog. I was gonna put Buster and Babs on there, but I didn't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Marvin the Martian. Cool. That is one of the weirdest characters ever. He's this little alien guy with like Spartan. He has a ray armor gun. I can't and a do Marvin yeah, the Martian. He's such a weird character. It's cool though. I like Marvin. Uh, my number four is Buster and Babs Bunny from Tiny <laughs> Toons. You're just rewriting this as you go. Yep, aren't you? I am. All right, you do what you do, man. Because he was blue and she was pink. You also have four people already that you've named. Four characters. You can tell I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I can totally tell. My number four is none other than Warner's answer to Donald, Daffy Duck. Uh, you, you got that too? He was my number four. Oh, uh, was? Never never really cared for Daffy. Why was he your number four then? Did because you only I think could, of so many characters? Yeah. Did you look up a list? Because like, I was looking and I was like, I'm, my top two are duh. But I mean, my my last ones, I was just like, oh, don't I don't care for Tweety Bird. I don't care for Sylvester. I don't care for Yosemite Sam. I don't care for Porky Pig. I know all their names. I just don't care about them. Yeah. All right. What's your next one, Mister Excitement? What am I on number four? Number three. Doesn't seem to matter. My number three. (laughs) I went with Marvin the Martian. Nice. Yeah. Overlap. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he has a cool helmet. It is. Yeah. It's his little, his little centurion helmet. Like it's so out of the blue. But he's gonna it's... he's gonna conquer Earth. Yes, he is. I don't think cool. he ever does though. He wants to. Oh, I guess I could have used Duck Dodgers. What? In the twenty fourth and a half century? I don't know what that is. That's forget it, go. Okay, don't explain it then. My number two is Mr. Bugs Bunny. Your number three. Oh, number three? Is that where we're on? Oh, yeah. Wiley Coyote is my number three. I wonder what your number two is. My number two <laughs> is going to be the beautiful, extremely attractive Miss Lola Bunny. Mm, you like them bunnies. Dang. Uh, Just yeah. dang. Well, that works perfectly. When since... she came on the scene, <laughs> you're like, oh. Whoa. And then in the, uh, the Looney Tunes show, mm-hmm. she's voiced by Kristen Wiig. Oh, really? So it's perfect. Nice. That's awesome. Well, my number two, as you know, is Bugs Bunny. Oh, so. my God. A couple of bunnies at number two. Uh, you gotta. You don't have any honorable mentions. I Let just me said Duck mine. Dodgers. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? That's Daffy. Uh-huh. When he was Buck Rogers. Oh. And Porky Pig was his little sidekick. I do remember They that even now. made a Duck Dodgers uh, show. Yeah, I remember that yeah. now. And the Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries, that was on for a while. Yeah, I'm with I'm not a big fan of them either. Mm, Alright, uh Pepe Le Pew. Hooray. Porky Pig. Elmer Fudd. Love Elmer Fudd. Speedy Gonzalez. Roadrunner. Foghorn Leghorn. I like the chicken hawk. Tasmanian Devil. Those are my honorable mentions. What? No, you don't listen. Go go and do your number one. My number one is Bugs Bunny. Nice. My number one, you already slammed. It's Yosemite Sam. Oh, cool. I love that dude. He cracks me up. I mean, I didn't really slam him. I just said I didn't like him. hate him. Didn't say I hated him. Just said I didn't like him. I can hate things. Like, I hate you, but I still... You do. You hate a lot of things. Yeah. I'm at the top of the list. I have... Because I like Cars and Pinocchio. 
I have black in my soul. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, that's our top five. Yeah, that was, so uh, that was amazing. Sorry for a uh, very uh, low energy top five. Well, I didn't know you didn't like the Looney Tunes that much. Yeah, we should pick something not else. A big fan. Well, we'll pick better next time. I mean, really, not a big fan of. Uh, it's weird, like that that Warner Brothers esque type of thing is not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Like, I like stuff that Warner Brothers does, mm-hmm. but that that area that group just not my not my thing. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like Freakazoid and stuff like that. I liked Freakazoid though. <laughs> so great example. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Animaniacs, kind of. They were they were hit and miss. There's some mm-hmm. stuff that they did that's actually really good, but a lot of it's just like mind numbing. Same yeah. with Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. See that era. I haven't watched a whole lot of that. that watched stuff. that because it was in school. Right. Like after school, you know, you would go into the little little room and wait for your parents to pick you up. So that's what oh. would be on. So you would just sit there the whole time, just be like, hmm, hmm, Pinky and the Brain's on. You're going to watch Pinky and the Brain. Got it. Because that was easiest for him. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was probably in college not watching Animaniacs. Yep. I was in first grade and you were in college. Yep. And that shows our age difference, you old man. does. I'm so freaking old. All right. Cool, man. You got any shout-outs this week or anything like that? Uh, nope. All right. Sweet, dude. <laughs> Shout out to all the awesome listeners. Yeah, that's what you do every time. It's your scapegoat. Yep. Nice. Well, um, I... You liked my post while we were in the podcast? No. My phone's over What there. the heck, dude? Sometimes those notifications come later, man. Nope. Yeah. Because I get notifications when any of the Animation Station podcast posts are liked, and I will physically like one, and I won't get that notification for a long time. You liked it two time. hours ago. Yeah, see? So we weren't podcasting yet. I'm always podcasting. Are you? Yeah. Nice. It sucks. I didn't get to go to Acon this this weekend. Oh, is that this weekend? Yep. Oh, man. You can still make it if you hurry. No. No? I got D&D. I mean... I'm hosting it. I can't not host it. Brady's co-hosting it. Make him host it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've also pretty much missed it. It's Does it almost go tomorrow noon too? on Saturday. Yeah? Yeah, I can't. Uh, sorry, man. Yeah, it sucks. I didn't realize it was this soon. Yeah. Nice. And all of our cool guests. Yeah. Like Aaron Roberts is there. Marissa Linty's there. Jade Saxton's there, Morgan Barry's there, Kyle A. Bear is there. The only one I don't think Aaron is Roberts. there. I Aaron Roberts is Yeah. Is he at Acon? I think he's I think he's at a there. different convention. Nope, he's at Acon. Yeah. Um the, the only one I don't think is there is Robert McCollum. Wow. He's the only one I don't think is there. Man. Because I think he's on vacation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So all of our voice actor guests that we've had on Man. save one is at Acon right now. Could have met them all. Could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Oh, well. You're living that D&D life now, so you can't. I know, it sucks. Well, hey, speaking of conventions, I can now officially announce... Yeah, about time. Been sitting on this egg for a while. Yeah, that the major project I've been working on uh, for the last two months, really, um, I am a finalist for the D23 Expo Design Challenge. 
which means I will have a painting on display at the D23 Expo this year. I'm, I'll be able to see it. I'm really you, pumped. Can so it'll it'll be displayed, right? Oh yeah. It's gonna can be on you the take main a picture like floor. this, like you with like this cheesy yeah. grin right next to it, and I'll take pictures. a picture of it? Yes, absolutely. Like, Kevin, <laughs> I will take many cheesy pictures of it. Yes, I'm very excited. I'm very uh, honored to be selected. And, this is 23, yeah. right? The 23 Out finalists. Out of the possibly thousands of submissions yeah, they received. Yeah, they certainly got hundreds, probably thousands of entries, and they selected me, and I'm totally pumped, man. So, yeah, if you guys are going to be at the expo, definitely come seek us out and check out my artwork. It'll be at the Design Challenge display. So, woohoo! And maybe I'll win. We'll see. That'd be cool. What happens if you win? Uh, you Are some, we not allowed to talk some, about that? You get some tickets and you get some money and. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I thought like fame we, and the, fortune. One of the things is, like you get D twenty three tickets, but I'm like, aren't you already going to be at D twenty three? Well, yeah, but they're not assuming that just because you're entering the contest, you've bought tickets and you're going to be there. But I mean, how are you going to? But if when are they choosing the winner? Uh, the end of this month. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, they okay. tell us beforehand. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I was. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. for whatever reason I was thinking they were gonna sh- say the winner at D twenty three. No, be no, like, no, no, no. You no, have no. thirty six hours to get here quick before yeah. they. No, 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 no. They, they'll give us like two and a half weeks. So yeah, so that's my big announcement. Woo-hoo. Nice. I can't post images of it yet. I can't do that until the expo actually starts. Oh, but, until it starts. Yeah, until oh. it starts. But unless they change that, unless they let us post earlier um but once it starts i'll post images of it and i'll have little giveaways uh, regarding it that will help you do you have the original pencil understand it yeah i do i like that original pencil oh thanks man. it's really good i think i can as probably someone post as someone who's who's seen it mm-hmm. it's really really good oh thanks especially man. that one character that's in there <laughs> that looks fantastic yeah, you and charlie both love that one character the most yeah so Cool, man. Um, else? yeah, not really. I mean, right. I guess we're gonna. I guess we finally get to meet those uh, schmucks. Oh, over at, at the Cloud expo? City Cast. Yeah, yeah, at yeah, the expo. Yeah, we do. We're we're gonna meet a lot of people there. How far is it to San Diego? Uh, that's about an hour away from Orange oh. County. Maybe so, a little more. So probably can't go to the zoo. Uh, you can. I'm not going down there. Well, I wouldn't want to go by myself. I'll get lost. Well, maybe Oliver will go with I'll you. Get, he won't be there. If we, I was thinking of going Thursday. Oh, man. That's going to be our full park day. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm going to the park, Maybe, maybe we're staying one day longer. Maybe go yeah. to the zoo. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, so we're going to do a full day in the park. Will you can meet us there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing a thing on Sunday night. I'm trying to get together a bunch of artists where... Um, it's going to be like a come draw with us in the park kind of session. So hopefully we can get together a bunch of artists and sketch something in the park, maybe do a little art trade and everybody else is welcome to come hang out. Um, my tickets will be expired by then, so I cannot go into the park. On Sunday? Yeah. Oh, what? You're just getting a three day? Yeah. Well, you don't have to go both Friday and Saturday, though. Like, you can. I thought I got thought, a 13 I thought the day window says... to use those three days. Oh, I thought you had to use them consecutively. No. no oh. Absolutely not. Well, no. then I'm. So, if you don't want to go. Well, Sunday's the day you're going to be watching your TV show, isn't it? Well, that's Game of Thrones. I'd rather watch it at like 10. I can watch it anytime. It'll be oh. on HBO. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I, I just, know. yeah, I, I don't want to wait until Monday to see it because then I won't be able to get on social media at all. Oh, and that'll be a boring plane ride. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Hilarious. Cool, man. Well, I'm in that excited for the expo mode right now. Yeah, and we're working on something. We may be doing expo updates every day. Cool. I'm I'm working out the logistics of it. Okay. To see if I can bring pack everything up, mm-hmm. laptop, all the recording equipment, all that. See if I can get that on the plane with us. Okay. And then, you know, from there, we set it up, record something on Friday post that saturday post that sunday post that okay so we can at least you know kind of be covering it because i think it would be easier to do what we saw each day Mm -hmm. than to try and combine it all into one podcast right i think it'd be easier to just be like all right yeah so i saw this this and this on friday right oh i saw this and this on saturday oh so this is on sunday cool so that way you don't miss anything well so far the the main thing that i always try to see is going to be on Saturday. So that's like my big, huge, like in the main hall panel that I want to see is happening Saturday afternoon. Is it the Pixar panel? No, it's the Parks and Resorts oh. panel. That's that's my jam. I'm basically just going to be, I'm going to be hanging around the animation section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want to see like all the upcoming stuff. And the, they'll have panels on, have you looked at the schedule yet? They've no, started I, to release it. No, I haven't seen anything. Okay, we'll look at that together. Pick like, and choose. Is Alec, is Alex Hirsch going to be there? I bet he will. I bet he <gasps> Tell will. Me Alex Hirsch. Well, it, are, is he working on a project right now for Disney uh, Detective or? Pikachu, which is not Disney. Oh, uh, then he probably won't be there. It, oh. They're only going to bring people who are working on current stuff. I mean, maybe so the if cast they do of Star a, Wars Force of if Evil? they do a Gravity Falls something there, which I don't know if they will or not, then they they might bring him very around. close to the five year anniversary. You're going to jump in um, Scrooge McDuck's Scrooge McDuck's Money Pit? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It looks pretty awesome. Will David Tennant be there? I have no idea. Maybe. <gasps> yeah, if I heard. Um, there. I heard Beck Bennett's going to be there. Sweet. I would uh, love because they're doing Beck a Ducktales panel. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That means Sam Regal may be there. Who's that? Uh, he's on Critical Role. Oh, okay. Uh, and he's an anime voice actor, but he's doing like the. I think he's doing the the voice directing. Oh, cool. On that show, so it's nice. kind of cool. Yeah, man. There's going to be tons and tons of things that I think will interest you to, you know, go watch and look at. Nice. But it's huge, man. Like, we'll have to divide and conquer. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. I think Oliver's going to stick with the Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah. There'll be lots of Star Wars Just because be he, like... can, he can, like, live there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty and then cool, we'll, have, we'll have Cloud City, too. So yeah. whatever we miss, hopefully they'll catch. Mm-hmm. So I'll be hanging out in Artist Alley. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm too. gonna join you over there too because yeah. I want to watch those guys paint. Yeah, the Disney fine artists that they bring out there, which I want to be one day. <laughs> they are awesome. Like I stood behind one guy for like three hours last time. He probably thought I was a creep, but whatever. Were you like sketching with him? No, that you should do cool, that. You though. should do that. You should sketch with him next yeah. time. I'm gonna sketch you painting while you paint it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I don't, don't think he would care. No, I don't think he would have either. But I thought that was fun. All right, ready. <sighs> I think we're done, man. All right. Gavin, where can everybody find you? Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. On Twitter at Animate Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. You can find us on 
iTunes and Stitcher. Yep. And you can download all our episodes, comment on them, review them. Tell us if you like us. Tell us if you don't like us. If you don't like us, let me know. I'll, I'll fly out there and shake your hand or something. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to all the people in Kanagawa, too. What? Yeah, we've had like a lot of people in Colombia and uh, like the. It's weird. It doesn't tell me what city in Colombia, mm-hmm. but a lot of people in uh, Kanagawa, Japan, too. Like Japan's starting to. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think nice. six on the last one. And I was like, really? Wow. Was, huh. Cool. So. Shout out to new listeners. So, Konnichiwa, y'all. <laughs> had, to, had to throw a little bit of Oki in there. Had to throw a y'all in. Y'all. I like it. All right. I think that's it, man. Oh, yeah, and on the website, animationstationpodcast.com. Oh, yeah, website. Click on the podcast tab. Listen to all the podcasts that way. Yeah. All right. So for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Gavin. I'm Josh. Made you look. No, you're supposed to be bye-bye. You're supposed to oh, be me. You're supposed I'm, to be me. I'm actually you. Yeah. Bye-bye, butterfly. Bye-bye, little butterfly. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. Do the Stargate theme. Go. Oh, gosh. You put me on the spot. Um, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No, I can't. I can't draw it. Oh, wow. I couldn't do the, the, the opening bits first, hard. Right? Yeah. It's like. Oh man, what else we got? Did you see Wonder Woman? Yes, I did see Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Was it wonderful? It was wonderful. Yeah, nice. I quite enjoyed it. Good. Apparently, so did everybody else. Yeah. Um, not as many, and I understand why they did it, just because for the you know the tone of the setting of the movie. But I wish there would have been a few more cameos of you know DC DC people. Oh, we just didn't get any of that. Doesn't it predate a lot of them? Because it's like back in the 30s or whatever. Well, it's in the teens. It's oh, like the during teens. World War One. Oh, I thought it was World War Two. Which, yeah, so did I. Because that's where she got her start is in World War Two. Oh, like, with with the majority of everything, like the majority of like the, like the comics and everything was like in the 30s into the 40s. Mm-hmm. That's uh, when like the golden age of comics is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was weird that she was fighting, and I understand why they did it because mm-hmm. they're like, hmm, maybe we not have this. Uh, Maybe we not have her fighting Nazis right now. Maybe we stay away from Nazis. Why? She's an Israeli fighting Nazis. Oh, the actress? The actress. Oh. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I, I don't think was, of things like that. It doesn't... Eh, it was one of those things where I was like, eh, well, I, I guess World War One works. Do, do most people know that she's Israeli? Yeah. It's oh, been, they do? Yeah, it's been, like, boycotted in a couple countries. Not because she's it. Israeli? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want Israeli people to be in movies mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So who boycotted this? Uh, I don't remember the country. Why are people lame? Because people suck, dude. I agree. It's That's dumb. so lame. It's idiotic. Wow. Was it Lebanon? I don't know. Was it Lebanon? Maybe. Maybe wow. in Lebanon. 
that's because yeah, she was also a soldier too. Because nice. you know, in the Israeli, in uh, sorry, in Israel, everyone is required to, you know, do serve, serve, right? And so that's what she did. She she served. So they don't want an Israeli soldier, mm-hmm. you know, on their screens and everything when they're still <laughs> technically at war with Israel. Did you ever see that Adam Sandler movie where he was an Israeli soldier? Is that like, Zohan? Zohan, yeah. <laughs> Such garbage. Uh, We're talking it, about a good movie, and then you bring up Zohan. It wasn't the greatest Zohan. thing ever, but that opening scene where he's just, he's basically just naked everywhere he goes, it just, it cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. Was, I thought that was kind of funny. But, yeah, I mean. It, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the movie. It was it was really good. Nice. Gal Gadot did a yeah, good job. Chris Pine was great. Yeah, I saw a trailer during one of the playoff games, and I saw his face in it. I didn't know he was involved. Yeah, he's funny. He's a lot cool. funnier than, you know, they ever let him be funny. Um, I saw a Marvel thing. Oh, the Black Panther movie preview came out. Are you interested in that at all? I'm not interested in any Marvel anything. I know, but you're going to probably go see it, because you have to, like, oh, no. have your ammunition. No, I, I don't. You've seen I'd... all the others? No, I haven't. You went and saw Guardians? Yeah, and that was a mistake. <laughs> that that taught me to stop. Wow. Stop going to the All Marvel right. things. I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, I didn't go to... I've I've only seen the first Captain America. Okay. I've seen I've seen all three Iron Mans because of Robert Downey Jr. Um, so there's four movies. Mm-hmm. I Thor. saw the first Thor. Okay. I may see this one just because Jeff Goldblum's in it. didn't you? Yeah, I did. So then you've seen two Captain America movies. Is that a Captain America movie? Yeah, that's movie? Captain America Civil War. Oh, then yeah, I saw two Captain America You saw America both movies. the Avengers movies. Did I? I think, yeah. I didn't see Ant-Man. Did you see... What's the sarcastic guy in red? Ant-Man. No, other guy in red who breaks the fourth wall. Oh, Deadpool? Deadpool. That's not a... That's not Marvel? I mean, it's not like the DC whatever or the MCU crap. It's not a Disney movie. Oh, it's it's so specifically Fox. the Disney Marvel stuff that you don't. Yeah, like. I like the Fox stuff. Like I like the, oh. like the X Men and the and Deadpool and stuff like that. That stuff I like. Okay, but just because that has a different tone and they're not trying to be, let's you know th- give everything and be funny all the time so that the little children <laughs> will watch it because that's what we do here at Disney Marvel. Okay. And it's sad. It's pathetic. Wow, sad and pathetic. Yeah, like Guardians. It's, it's just... like let's appeal to the lowest common denominator, and there we go. Here's our movie. Wow. And I was like, this is stupid. It was idiotic. Okay. It was dumb. I was glad when it was over. Wow. The worst seven dollars I've ever spent on a movie. Dang, where'd you go for seven bucks? That's cheap. Oh, AMC. Oh, I do. First I, show I, of the day. I, yeah, I always morning. go first. Yeah, You're first showing of the day. You Monday mornings is the best. Uh, we're gonna go see. Uh, What's that movie that we're going to go see tomorrow? The Mummy. We're seeing The Mummy tomorrow. Are you serious? Yeah. You're going to pay money for that? Yeah. Wow. Why? You're going to pay money to go see Cars. <laughs> Don't give me that crap. Okay. All right. You watch what you want to watch, man. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> see, here's the thing. I'm not going in it thinking it's going to be Oscar worthy or anything. I'm going well, in it no, because I, I want to see because I want to see Tom Cruise be stupid and blow crap up. That's what I want to see, and that's okay. what I'm going to get with this movie. Oh, that's what you're going to get. Yep. That's for sure. That's what I want. I heard, um, who was it? I think Corey was telling me that that's part of this like monster universe yep, that they're setting Duke. up. So 
like, the dark universe cinematic universe the dooku yeah i don't participate in that. uh the dark universe is like the uh like the wolfman frankenstein yeah. the mummy dracula like basically anything that abbott and costello did a long time ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is part of this crap but then it also has like king kong and godzilla and stuff right are they part of the dooku that's what they were saying they may be i don't know oh weird are those warner brothers movies i have no idea i don't know either yeah. is that who's doing this i is think warner brothers warner. that's so crazy like i feel like that's like because of what the mcu did with all their um i don't you know, like that i don't like that they do it as universe. a cinematic universe i kind of just like just put them out you can you can cross your characters they don't have to be part of the dark universe cinematic universe well i i agree i mean that's that's the point i'm making is that all these companies are following suit to what marvel did because i know you don't like it but they were very successful in doing it yeah so that's why like dc's doing the whole justice league thing that's why warner apparently is doing this whole monster dark cuckoo thing uh i i think it's kind of like the count from star wars (laughs) yes uh i don't know man they've had a lot of influence on the world of superhero and i don't know monster movies i guess yeah and i guess league of extraordinary gentlemen is maybe i don't know if that's included in it really because that was that that's basically what this is Mm. it's like the league except you know over a bunch of movies instead of trying to jam everything into one oh and not very they're good fighting movie. all the monsters is that well right? i mean they are the like i think i'm pretty sure uh tom cruise is the mummy um he is the mummy he is the mummy what yeah it's i don't know is he like a descendant of no i think he's gonna he becomes mummified? i think the chick from uh kingsman do you see kingsman no you need to watch kingsman that's what i hear yeah um we'll watch it one day Okay. Um, she's in it. She's the mummy in this in the mummy, mm-hmm. but I think he gets infected. But so without seeing it, just the stuff that I've kind of heard, ah. without uh, he gets infected by the mummy stuff. So he basically is going to become the mummy. Mm-hmm. And then there's what's his name is Dracula, and Russell Crowe is in it, and he's apparently Doctor Jekyll. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So, it's it looks looks kind of cool, hmm. and somebody else is in it. Is somebody I don't remember who. Oh. Man, I can't wait to hear who somebody else is who's playing yeah. somebody. There's got, there's got, they're they're gonna have some sort of wolf person in there. So I don't know sure. like if if they're gonna it's fight like each Swamp other. Swamp Thing in it. I'm sure Swamp Thing's in it. Nice. It could be interesting. Michael Rooker as Swamp Thing. Like, and then they're gonna come together and have like a what are they call an ensemble cast? Picture. Yeah. Don't know what they're gonna do. If don't know if they're gonna fight people. Don't know if they're gonna fight each other. They're gonna go trick or treating. That would be amazing. <laughs> like seriously, like they all go to a Halloween party. That would be so cool. <laughs> Oh man! Then there's a hanging interesting, Chad. Interesting things on the horizon. 